What is it you've always known should be possible that you've never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here are your hosts, founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Hello everyone and welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. It is a pre-record today, so you know if you're like, I want to call in and ask my questions, gonna have to wait. Sorry. And something's beeping. I don't know what that is. But anyways, today is you know we we have a special guest. Miss Susie Godsey is here. Hello. Hi, Susie. Hello, Andrew. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> of course. Um, you know, because a pre-record of me talking to myself would just be really interesting. <laughs> I like talking with you. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I like talking with me, and I was like, never mind. <laughs> um, anyways, so today the title of the show is, What Does the Earth Require? Hmm. Because we have some, you know, Earth Days coming up. Yeah. And in, in about, well, at the time of this recording, in 11 days. Yeah. And there's a lot of significance placed on Earth Day usually once a year. But I find that so interesting, like, um, you know, we have these special days out of the year, like, oh, I'm sorry, um, Earth Day and Mother's Day and, you know, all these things where we're I honoring. like the two most significant things that come up for days are Earth Day and Mother's Day for you. Huh. Interesting. Mm, interesting. You know, um, but anyway, we make these special days instead of really looking at what what could we be all year round that would create a different reality uh, on this planet. And one of the things that I have been really aware of since I've been a little kid even is um, how many things are going on on this planet that aren't working for the planet and for nature. And, you know, just recently, like in Europe or in Germany uh, in particular, they had like an, an insect awareness day where they were sh uh, making people aware that we have been losing insects at a rapid rate on this planet. And some of you might think, yay, you know, <laughs> we thank goodness we don't have all these insects we have to deal with. But there are a lot of animals that depend on insects as their main source of food um, and you know by decimating insects by by creating crops that already have insecticides built in by uh, using insecticides by killing a lot of these things we're really creating something that we don't really know the impact of yet um, and you know, and it's it's really like, what what could we change here to have more balance with all of that? And it's not about, oh, you know, let's go back to this or let's go back to that. It's not about that. But what else could we be and do here that would create actually something where everything has the possibility to thrive on this planet? There you go. That's our show today, folks. And We're done. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think it's... Um, because one of the things I was talking about why we're doing Earth Day things is because Access is doing a bunch of Earth awareness things on Earth Day, you know, because there's already some awareness about it. So if you guys want, are interested, on the 22nd and on the weekend before that, there's people posting um, restoration of global uh, restoration communion with Earth Day trade. So you can go and get restoration of communion with Earth Run and an area need you, near you need you if you need it. Um, and there, there's also body process facilitators teaching the process if you want to learn how to do the process and just attend a class rather than doing a trade. And Oh, and it's that, is that uh, like a cool process? I was just oh. running running Restoration Communion with Earth on my, my horse yesterday. And he was just like, eh. Yes. <laughs> so Andrew, why does a horse need Restoration of Communion with Earth? You would assume that animals have communion with earth all the time well i think um you know when we talk about just body processes in general but especially restoration communion with earth it's not necessarily that they don't have it but they can have more of it you know it's like how like there is no is there an there is no end point in <laughs> communion you know you can always create a greater communion you can create a greater sense of awareness 
of the interconnectedness of all things and the lack of separation that are is actually there so i think you know when we talk about running it on animals sure they have communion already and what else is possible and was there anything done that you know to them in this lifetime or any lifetime to diminish the communion they have um yeah and i mean our pets today they don't live outdoors in that mm -hmm. same way that you know, uh, basically a wild animal is dealing with uh, the weather and with Earth in that sense all the yeah. time. And our pets are really not in a way, you know, well, even you know, our horses, if they're in yeah. stalls. And yeah, they're in stalls, they're in all these things. And I think, I don't know, I had something else I was going to say about communion, but I, I, I don't know, you know. Oh, I think um, the thing is, too, it's like communion isn't about eliminating anything so you know it's just because like the horse isn't living as it was back then doesn't mean it's a wrongness or anything like you know the restoration of communion with earth like the stalls everything that we have quote-unquote installed <laughs> um is is part of the earth you know it's like and that's why i think that's so cool this body process because it's like your body is of the earth it's from the earth but we have this idea that it's separate uh, or we have this idea that, um, you know, because it's man-made, it's not earth-made, except everything that's man-made comes from the earth. It's just, um, it's always been interesting to me because we have all these things made of chemicals, you know, that are from the earth, basically, um, you know, all the periodic tables, but they're like, oh no, that's toxic to the earth. It's like it's the earth how is it really toxic but anyways so everywhere you've been all the projections expectations separations rejections and judgments you have that is uh of the earth and of you from the earth will you destroy and uncreate all of that right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine boys and beyonds um because because you know when, when when I oh and by the way so if you want to know more about this Earth Day stuff we're doing you can check out um, the body like uh, accessconsciousness.com/earthday because we have some videos playing of Danes talking about like walking with the Earth and we have um, a meditation on walking with the Earth and just ways and tips and even some classes that you can that are available for purchase that you could if you're interested in knowing more about this because there's actually you know a lot more than we can cover in in a 50-minute show or whatever <laughs> and and that whole body process for people too is just so peaceful like cr peace creating in your body really not um, it, like creating sort of that sense of of peace and space when you run it or when you have it run on your own body um, and for me I, I find it just so it's like one of those that are really soothing in mm. a way like um, so, you know, what does it even mean to have communion with the earth? Um, you know, we we have this word and we are using it because... It means the earth hands you a piece of uh, a wafer. <laughs> a wafer, yes. <laughs> um, you know, we have this word and, and, and it, it actually has a lot more to it than meets the eye. Um, in that sense that this word was picked by Gary Douglas deliberately to to create a space and to create a, an awareness about what is possible and communion is so much more than connection mm -hmm. it's so different from that it has a depth to it that is beyond what we have been willing to really have and what is communion with you well i think know? i think a lot of it is oh i i just got an awareness because when we talk about connection we're usually like i'm here something else is here and then there's a line that connects us we're like we have a stronger connection so it's you know there's a pipeline rather than a, a thin line but it's still i'm here something else is here you know there, there's always this distance there's always this denoted separation between me and whatever, or it and the other thing. Um, and in a while we were talking about an access comfortable distance. You know, it's where you always maintain this distance that's comfortable for you. So 
So how many of you out there have a comfortable distance with the earth? Yeah. So how many, uh, what JLs are you using to create the dominance of E is equal to MC squared? As the comfortable distance between you and the earth are you choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. All right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because <sighs> when we're talking about, you know, communion and actually um, what the earth requires and everything, well, what does the earth require? And so much when we look at actually seeing what people require, you can't do it from like a distance, you know. A, it's you have to actually be willing to be aware of what they're aware of which isn't from distance you can't like look outside and kind of you know that's like you know looking looking at um the we were watching that alien movie yesterday i forget what it, what it is already but like all these people are looking at it and trying to determine what the aliens points of views are and the one person in there is like actually asking a question and, and like, okay, what are you trying to show us? Which is totally different than, oh, going to like saying, this looks like this and this is how it relates to me. So this is what they're saying rather than actually asking a question and seeing. But we do that with the earth a lot too, where we're like, oh, this is what these animals are doing. Or, oh, this is what the earth's doing. This is what it's telling us. Well, is it really telling us that or is it something else? Yeah, and, and the thing with all of it is like, you know, when we are, when we are coming to conclusion about it, it's also when we get into trouble with all of this, you know, because how many times have we decided, oh, the earth needs this or the animals need that and we introduce that and then, you know, and then it backfires. It doesn't work because it's not come from the question of what is really being asked for here. And what has always fascinated me is that, um, you know, Gary Douglas has always said, hey, be joyful and have laughter in your life and be in that space of, you know, having fun. And that creates more on the planet than, uh, you know, than actually this, this, this space of, oh, let me now figure out what I have to do right in order to to you know do something for the earth it's not about being right it's not about finding the right thing to do it's about being in the question and being joyful in your living so that you contribute an energy to the earth that creates this for the lack of a better word vibration of uh, happiness you know in a way the vibration of joy has expansion has well, yeah. the other thing, I think you said, there was a lot in that that you said, but I, you know, it's like when we talk, like connection comes from conclusion and communion comes from question and awareness. So it's, if you're doing conclusion, you're looking at creating a connection based on the, the points rather than question and awareness, which are a space. And the other thing is, it's, I just realized this, we always talk about, you know, it's the energy that creates whatever shows up in your life. It's the energy of the choices, not necessarily how the choice looks, but the energy that it actually is, because that's the awareness of the future it's creating. That's the, the thing. And the same thing is with the earth. It's not that, oh, this is bad and this is wrong and you shouldn't do this. It's the energy you're actually being with those choices. It's, it's you know, if you have a point of view about it, that's guess what shows up. But if you don't have a point of view, well, is that actually what the earth requires? So, um, I don't know what else I was going to say. Uh, it's almost time for a break. So, oh, um, how many conclusions are you using to avoid the communion you could be choosing? Hmm, good one. Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, put and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beans. <sighs> how many conclusions are you using to avoid the communion you could be choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what how many jail what jails are you using to create the dominance of E is equal to MC squared? As the comfortable distance between you and the earth are you choosing? Ooh. Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. E right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds.
And with that, it's time for our first break. So we'll be back after some of these commercial announcements. Thanks. Here's what I love about the pearls of possibility. They come to my email inbox, just pow, there they are. I'm laying in my bed, I'm taking a nap, pow, pearls of possibility. Two, they're all the latest and greatest clearings that Gary and Dane are creating on the Voice America calls just delivered to me. So my lazy ass doesn't actually have to listen to the freaking call every week. I can just get the clearings. Hello? And three, it's $10 a month. You don't have to pay $50,000 to fly to Africa and, you know, be first class and be fancy all day and go to a class. No, you could lay naked in your kitchen if you want and listen to these things. They just show up. It's $10 a month. Why are you not doing that? So if you want to be a lazy ass like me, sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities at www. You guessed it, pearlsofpossibilities.com. That's www.pearlsofpossibilities.com. How does it get better than that? Have you ever stayed at a place that alters your reality and you become more as a result of it? Have you ever been to a land so joyful that your whole body lit up? We have a very special invitation for you. The chance to pre-purchase a night or three at two of the most unique places on the planet, Castello di Borgone in Italy and Proa, the resort in Costa Rica. A purchase that will create a different future for you and a different future for the planet. To learn more, just go to projectpossibilities.com and reserve a future night for you at the lowest rate to ever be offered. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. And we're back. It's Andrew (laughs) and Susie. (laughs) And we're here talking about what the earth requires of you. Or what the earth requires, just period. Um, And I think the, the other thing is the idea, the whole idea of question, you know, within anything at Access is the point of question is to gain awareness, not to come to an answer, not to come to a conclusion. So, you don't, the thing is, you don't, like, you don't have that awareness of what's actually required until you ask the question. So I think in all these instances, you know, when we're talking about whatever it is in your life specifically, since it's about the earth today, um, you actually have to ask the question and then kind of just let the awareness hit, come at you from wherever it comes at you. Because um, especially, you know, um, both of us deal a lot with bodies and animals and 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 so all of that stuff is like, you, you can't try and fit it into your box of what what's actually going on. It's more, you know, seeing through their eyes or their, from their point of view or their lack of point of view but and and it really like the the thing with that too to me is that it's it's really truly about that 10 second increments that we talk about in access to like you know so many people think oh if i have an awareness and then i come to conclusion about the awareness but then it's no longer awareness then it is a conclusion so if you if you have an awareness it's really good for 10 seconds it may be good yeah. for 20 or a minute or an hour or a year too but it doesn't mean that you i had an awareness so now that's the right choice or yeah. the only choice or the choice that i have to make for all eternity and and this is really what nature can also be well, facilitating think, in a way and i think you you know because you kept talking about it's about balance you know uh, but often we have this misidentification that balance means there's no movement, there's no change. But true balance actually includes change and movement. You know, so it's like when you have a conclusion, you know, about oh this is what's right or this is you know 
outside like this 10 seconds means everything but it's like there it doesn't work like that sometimes it requires you know maybe the ground actually requires more salt or like more mineral but if you overdo it then that actually scorches the earth um, but if it doesn't have it, it you know it, sometimes stuff can't grow or it can't actually flourish so it's um, well and again like what you're saying like with the conclusions about certain things you know for example in New Mexico, this is the state that I happen to live in at the moment, mm -hmm. um, there has been this coyote, um, uh, they have like a day where, where it's like this coyote slaughter day, right? Uh -huh. And yeah, it's a contest, yeah, oh. how many coyotes can you kill? And so they shoot everything, you know, pops, like it doesn't matter, and then they pile them up, and whoever has the biggest pile. And they just outlawed it. Um, recently but what what i wanted to say with that is that recent studies <laughs> have found that the coyotes actually reproduce at a much higher rate when you kill them like that because yeah. they are aware that their population just has been decimated by a lot so so they do the best to catch up uh -huh. but if you weren't going to shoot them on moss they would actually not reproduce as much yeah. so w we talked about balance and nature doesn't have the point of view that it needs to overpower or to overpopulate or to overdo anything yeah. nature always look it doesn't really even look at it it just bees and that's how it just flourishes and does and whatnot so it's always looking at what else in a way like you know um <clears throat> so i just find it so interesting when we're trying to either control it uh-huh or manipulate it in a way that we think it needs to be manipulated in rather than really just looking at hey what is really possible and yeah. required here well i think you know the like the stories of where we talk about you know where where some access people go out and work with the land and, and just contribute energy to it whether the land's been you know quote unquote toxic had oil spills or whatever but just doing some some like you know one two threes one two three fours something like that and then all of a sudden the land starts to change you know or even when we talked about the the oil spill that was in the gulf and everyone in access got together and they did a couple one two three like they all contributed at the same time to the earth two days later they found the oil spill it was capped you know a couple days later they said all the oil disappearing for some reason and they didn't know why and then they realized these bacteria that are bottom feeders that eat the oil from the bottom of the floor of the ocean somehow came up to the top of the ocean and started eating it all so it's like i think the earth has all these amazing abilities and capacities actually but you know when we try to manipulate in this well i don't even think it's manipulation it's actually just control and conclusion of um like the outcomes and or how it's supposed to be or what we've determinized uh, determinized <laughs> wow I'm making up words this morning <laughs> determined balances um, then we we end up skewing it even worse rather than actually being in question and just willing to contribute our energy and letting the earth you know work itself out and you said you said something you know about balance being actually Having in movement. flux yeah you know and and I I get that when we're trying to instill balance, we're trying to instill a status quo, which yeah. which the earth is not. Nature is not ever a status well, quo. Well, I mean, anywhere in nature, when you have lack of movement, that's where disease festers. You know, like when we're talking about water, like, you know, when you're in nature and, and you want to drink, like if you have to drink the water there, you want running water. You never want, like, a, a, a static pool of water because that's where everything festers and everything. And even, you know, like the science, they talk about the, like the natural vortexes of the land and, and of the water and stuff. That's where, that's one of the ways nature has of cleaning itself, of refreshing itself. So I just think it's interesting that we have this idea that balance is no movement and true balance is actual, you know, has movement and change and, and when it's required. I also think, you know, it's just interesting because having this conversation with you and I haven't we haven't had a lot of earth talks quote unquote but it's like it's the same thing as with like the same stuff that comes up with the earth comes up with people's bodies you know because I'm like oh my gosh this is like exactly um, you, you know the kind of places where people go to with their body too of where we try to create this 
this balance, but our idea of balance. So everywhere you're trying to create balance in your life, or decided you need balance in your life, which means you have to come to as many conclusions and fixed points of views as you can to solidify it so you are now balanced. Well, you're just trying to create all of that. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and fuck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That one just has a lot. So, and all the, how many conclusions and how much control are you trying to do to create the balance of the earth? <laughs> Everything that is times a godzillion, we destroy it and create it all. Well, right and wrong, good and bad, put and puck, all nine shows. You, you know, I always thought those shows, like they have those shows of like, what would happen if humans totally disappeared, like to these cities or to these things. And they're talking about, you know, it's like within a year, two years, like nature would overgrow these cities. And it's like, what? Like, it's, it amazes me that, you know, the amount of, that nature would, would just spread out without, you know, anything. Or it would return, it would come back. Yeah, and it wouldn't, it's not even about coming back. It's really that nature has the capacity to just keep creating. And, yeah. and that's really the fun part about watching nature too, that it never stops creating. It is always creating more and creating greater in a way. Uh, greater not from, oh, it's better than before, but really more just having that sense of never stopping creating. And it doesn't matter what the environment is, because even in the desert, um, nature is creating. So well, Yeah, and the other thing I was just thinking about, because you, you brought up manipulation, and it's like, it always just keeps going. It, it can never be stopped. Yeah. It's just funny, because, you know, it's like, Okay, you try and put a tree in a nice little cylindrical thing, and then it gets big enough, it just starts breaking out of it with its root structure and everything else. It's like, or I mean, even if you, you know, the trees that where they left the bracketing on there, and it just grows around, like it just incorporates the bracket, it just grows around it. It's like, what? Like it, like, it's so interesting to see how it doesn't stop. It's like, oh, I can be like that. I'm going to be like that. I'm just going to grow around things. <laughs> Outgrow them. <laughs> Outgrow them, grow around them, whatever. Totally. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what else. So how many, what were we saying? How, um, what, how much energy are you using to refuse the balance you could be choosing? <laughs> Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, put and puck all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And, you know, because that's what we talk about, we'll say living balance, like Gary said that before. And, and, that, and, you know, it is something that has changed and you actually are balanced, but you're balanced in living, which is the movement, the change, you're not. It's unbalanced. not the conclusion. It's not a fixed point of view. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we all have this idea that balance is this more of having this stability and comfort. Yes rather than stability and change or or you just go with the change yeah go with the go with the change and you go uh, with the flow well you go with something you could go against the flow too <laughs> yeah well and it's always you know because they're talking about the earth and like how we have to be different with it and but it always goes to these conversations of like recycling or you know the things you have to do rather than the choices you could be making and the thing and how you could be different with the earth and it's so you know because they always talk about well the earth might survive but we won't but it's it's interesting when you look at it it's like well anything that's in balance with the earth might still survive or living with the earth could probably survive but anything that's not it might rebalance you yeah well, and one thing though that Gary always talks about too, which has now been confirmed by science, like so many things that Gary has been talking about for the last like 30 years, um, is that the Earth is at a space right now where we do have to do something. It's not, um, it's it's in a space right now where if we're if we're tipping the scales much further in favor of um, you know toxifying the planet one way or the other, um, the earth is not going to be able to really recuperate mm -hmm. where it is now. I mean, it might take millions of years and whatever, you know, it, 
what if that also wasn't significant and yet what if we were actually aware of it and just be aware that okay the earth is at a crux point it is true it is at that stage now where we do have to change something in the next very short period of time to create a future that is sustainable for mm -hmm. the planet so and what does that mean um, we're not coming to conclusion about what that means but what if you ask the question what is it that I can be and do today to change this? What can I be and do today to change this? What can I be and do for the earth today to have a different future, to have a, a sustainable future with the planet? And, and what if you woke up with that question? What can I be and do today to create a sustainable future for the, for the planet? And myself, of course, included, because we are on the planet. And everything that doesn't allow that, will you just turn on create it? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And I think that's, but so much of what we talk about is, you know, and why I love doing all the body stuff is because it actually does change the planet. You know, changing your body or running the, the restoration community with the earth gets your body in a different vibration, gets you to a different possibility, you the being start to open up to a different possibility which changes the energy you are, that changes the energy your body is, and changes the energy go of, you know, your life going forward. And that's really what we're looking to do, because, you know, if you start becoming more conscious, if you start make, becoming more aware, the choices you make and the choices that are available to you are different. You just choose different things, you know. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of times people get the body processes run, and all of a sudden they're just more aware of their body, and they're in more community, like, quote-unquote more communion or have a more of a sense of communion should I say um, and they just don't make the same choices anymore because they already know like they don't think about it cognitively but they're more in tune with what their body would like to eat or if their body would like to eat you know and they're more willing to make those choices but it's the same thing with the earth you know there's been so many times now where something changes and I'm like oh I'm not doing this anymore but it, it was from, you know, it wasn't from conclusion. It was just from the awareness of, oh, this energy is really weird. How did I not notice this before? Mm -hmm. How did I not, how was I not aware, you know, of, because if you get that, like for me, it's like once I get the energy of that, I'm actually creating a d destruction or something, I'm like, I'm done. But sometimes, you know, whatever has been done has been done. So we don't have that awareness. Yeah, or, or somebody has told us, oh, it's not it's not a big deal. You know, if we do this, it's not a big deal. And how often have you been told that and you knew that that's not true, you know? Yeah. And, oh, and, yeah. I yeah. yeah, so so that's what... Um, I guess we'll talk about knowing when we come back from the break because it's time for a break. So we'll be back and, and we'll talk about knowing and the earth. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Relationship. Are you sure you want one? Is a brand new book by Simone Millicis and Brendan Watt. So the difference between this book and probably any other relationship book on the shelf is that it does give you some really different, pragmatic, very confronting tools to create your life in a great relationship or to know that it's okay to be single. It's not wrong. This is not your average relationship book. It's not about love or romance. Instead, it offers powerful questions and pragmatic tools you can use every day to create what you truly desire. A lot of us have way too many expectations of our partners in relationship. 
What I've learned over the years is when you expect from somebody, they either have to reject you or judge you or separate from you. So getting out of that place is giving you freedom in a relationship. Relationship. Are you sure you want one? On sale now from relationship com. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. And we're forward talking about the earth. And now we're going to be talking about knowing. So what is it that um, that you know the earth requires of you? Everything that is, everything doesn't allow you to be, know, perceive, and receive that. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Well, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what do you actually know the earth requires that you're not acknowledging? Everything that is times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Well, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I'm laughing because we do so often go into, oh, we need the expert to tell me what's mm-hmm. wrong or what needs to happen, rather than asking a question and, and well, trusting. Well, you know what? And, and I think the, the, the asking a question and trusting is just like, it's for me, the trust becomes not of a like, okay, I'm not like, I have the total awareness of that I need to be here and I'm so certain in it. Like, no, I'm just like, it's funny because I just did a body class last weekend in Katy, Texas. And I was like, how the hell did I, like, and for those of you who don't know, Katy's like a suburb kind of, it's on the very, very outskirts of Houston. Um, but with Houston growing as much, it's becoming less and less of an outskirts. Um, but I was like, how the hell did I end up here? You know, I was like, cause I could have done a class in Houston, but someone said Katie and I said, sure. <laughs> and I was just like, but why am I here? You know, cause when I got there and then it was so funny cause one of the girls in class said she, she lives in San Antonio and she has to come this way to come to Houston. And she says, every time I drive through this area, it's like, I want to fall asleep. I want to take a nap. Like no matter what time of day it is or whatever, I just get so like, Ugh. and I was like, Oh my gosh like so is that you know the awareness of because I was singing it to myself and then I kind of brought it up out loud in class and she started saying that and I was like oh my gosh so that is that what the body class is changing or we're contributing to or or just the acknowledgement that this piece of, like this area of land is doing something for the earth or for the for you know whatever and I was like yep okay cool yeah and and the thing, for example, like you were just saying, you know, Houston is growing and now Katie is is probably no longer going to be an outskirt. Yeah. And even with all of that, you know, people go, oh, either the rightness or the wrongness of building or the rightness and wrongness yeah. of cities growing. But the interesting part is, what if we started asking questions when we are building? Yeah. You know, um, if we are if we are breaking ground on a piece of land and we're we're making plans to build are we asking the earth where the building could be are we asking the earth which trees um, should remain or 
or what is required for this piece of property to be contributed to, but also be a contribution to the buildings we're putting on and not assuming that it's cheaper or easier to just flatten out the whole place, cut down everything that's on it, build and then regrow things like, um, what could you know what if we weren't well, always about oh but it's cheaper to do this you, you know? know and we always talk about the 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 because we're talking about cutting down trees especially it's like there's some trees that hold the energy of the land you know they are kind of the pulse like the the heart of those areas and they're contributing energy and they're distributing energy and it's like when you cut those trees down, they're not easily replaced. Like you can't just plant a new tree and it's going to be doing that. It's been there for a hundred years, hundreds of years. It's um, well, and not every tree is that. Yeah, and not you, every tree is that. You know, it's like with people too. Not every person is well, alike. So well, you know, and it's like another thing, you guys. You know, if you want to do something for the earth or get more of the energy that we're talking about, um, I highly recommend reading *The Place* by Gary Douglas, because. Um, you know, one of the things they talk about is like, you know, certain animals are willing to be killed. Like they're willing to contribute to gift their body to your body. Um, and it's like trees are totally, there's trees that are willing to become your house or to become firewood or whatever, but there's some that aren't too. And it's like, when you actually, that like, that's what I found actually, you know, when we talk about animals or we talk about trees or whatever, it's like, there's these plants that have, you know, the, like the trees, the plants, like all of the earth, it has its own point of view and it's not necessarily fixed, but you need to actually acknowledge that they have their point of view because the, the most, I would say the harshest things that we run against in like the, you know, especially with the horse classes is when people override the horse's point of view and make it do something or be something that it has no interest in being. It creates havoc. Well, I mean, like, it creates havoc, and it's, like, it's one of the, like, I'm very significant, but harshest points of views to kind of handle or deal with. It's it's not an easy facilitation in a lot of times, you know, because the horses, they have their point of view, and then it's, like, you know, if they wanted to be a stallion and now they're a gelding, it's, like, you know, the conversation it's that we've been having to have with animals of, like, like, okay, well that's not possible now and and a lot of them change and it gets better you know it gets different but it's still like you know when you have to deal with stuff like that with them it's not easy and it's the same way with the earth like there's yeah and again like so many people have the point of view or come to the conclusion that for example you know why would any uh, intact animal be sterilized well that's not true either there are a lot of animals that are very aware of what that creates and they're willing to have that and others really have the point of view that they need to be the stud or they need to be breeding that is part of their yeah. that is part of their whatever you want to call it you know we call awareness. it purpose in life but it's really more like an awareness that they have and well, and we don't ask those animals. Well, and the, the thing is, you know, when we talk about animals, it's like they can make themselves sterile. Like they don't, like rabbits, when they know it's going to be a harsh thing, they don't breed as much. And we know rabbits like to breed. Ha, ha, ha. Um, you know, but it's like all these animals do that kind of thing where they, they have this ability with their body and they have an awareness of the future. But how many of these animals, you know, that really want to be studs, it's because their genetic line, the genetic material that they can contribute is actually vital for the creation of the future. You know, but when we don't listen to those things or we... And it's it's not that you have to know this stuff in advance. You just have to ask an animal, what do you want to be? And it says, I want to be the stud. Okay, well, you're going to be the stud then. We'll make that work. You know, but it's the same way with these trees or with the houses or everything. If you if we actually started asking questions of like, okay, how would you like to be oriented? Or like, because then we start actually building things in communion with the earth, which creates a totally different energy. Mm -hmm. You know, because if we created, if we built things with in the communion of the earth or with the communion of earth, you know, would we have houses that are being washed away in the floods? <laughs> would we have all these, you know, like would we have homes that are being like collapsing from earthquakes or whatever? Or would we have stuff that was actually sustainable? Yep. And you know, Gary was just recently talking about how his creation of, and you mentioned his book, The Place, you know, um, 
his creation of the places that he lives in or also you know him and Dane have been um, creating the castle in Italy and um, and their ranch in Texas and places like that where people wish to be there and why is that because it creates a different sense of peace when you're there it creates a different sense of just being with the land and with everything you know and 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 even their own house in it has so many things in it and so it's not about oh you have to live a certain way no it's about really yeah they don't live in a teepee on dirt floors but they but they everything in the house is a contribution everything in the house likes to be there everything in the house is has an energy that contributes to their lives and living and to anybody who comes there and visits so and gary always asks those pieces like hey do you want to own me and if the piece says yes he will he will get it you know and or also if the piece says hey i'm moving on he will make sure it moves on (laughs) so what if you started living your life more really from that question you Mm -hmm. know what are the things that would like to contribute to my life what are the things that i've been holding on to that maybe want to move on Mm -hmm. and what else can i be and do today to create a different reality right away everything that doesn't allow that will you just turn on creative please yes right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds so so and the other thing is i wanted to talk about because you actually do a lot of calls and stuff where people can kind of give more of this energy too so um do you want to give people some information about how they can find out about that sure I do one in particular that comes to mind is called nature talks and every month I uh, find a date where I do that and the topics are always different so it's never just about animals it could be literally about anything that concerns us living here um, and so yeah you can find it on my website susigazzi.com and or you can also find me on the access website and the classes are usually posted there or the telecalls are usually posted there too so nature talks is the telecall we're talking about <laughs> there you go and by the way translated in several different languages wow. how does it get better than that uh, how does it <clears throat> um i don't know we have like you know five more minutes or so cool so we have we have enough time to talk about more, but I don't really know what else. What else would you guys like to know? What else would does the earth would the earth like you guys to know? Yeah, and what if what if you really just took a moment and looked at the looked at the things around you? And even if you're living in a city, like Andrew was saying earlier, cities are made from earth things. So concrete is not bad because it's concrete, and wood is not better because it's not concrete. Concrete is also from the earth. What if you started really having a sense of like, okay, is this building a contribution to me and my body that I'm living in? And if it's not, okay, can I change it? Can I create something different here? Um, or do I have to move? Does my body need to move somewhere else to have that contribution? What is what is really required here? Or and what could you change, for example, to maybe create that contribution for you and your body where you're living? Well, and that's, I realized, you know, one of the things I started doing, you know, how I just, you latch on to certain things and access. And one of the first things is like, when I heard, you know, everything could be a contribution to you, I was like, oh, they're like, but you have to ask it. So I would go like, you know, my apartment or all the stuff in my apartment now, I'm like, Oh, building, will you contribute to me? It's like, yes, okay, cool, thank you. And you just talk about it and just be willing to receive it, however that looks like, because I don't have the point of, you know, whatever that is. But, you know, it's like when you actually start allowing the earth and all the variety of the earth, you know, so the buildings, the concrete, all those structures to start gifting to you, then you can receive from them. It's like Gary was telling the story about the dog poop and being willing to receive from the dog poop, because he used to always step in dog poop. And he finally was pock and potting it. He, you know, everything that allowed me to step and dog pock and pot it. And then he was about to, one day he was about to step and he heard, hey, I'm down here. And he looked down at his dog poop and he's like, and he moved his foot. But then since then he hasn't stepped on it because he's actually been willing to receive the contribution of it. So what's the contribution of it? Well, you're just willing to receive, like, I'm here, not to step on me, which is, you know, fine. But, you know, it's just amazing how much, you know, even when I go to hotel rooms or whatever and 
I don't have a lot of trouble with traveling with the planes and everything, and a lot of people do, especially as much as I travel. They're like, I don't know. But I always ask. I ask the plane to contribute to me. I ask the airlines to contribute to me. I ask the you know the seats to contribute to me. I ask the hotel rooms I'm in to contribute to me. I, you know, I just ask all the things to contribute to me and to my body, and I have a much easier time with it all. Um, because this, all this stuff, the funny thing is, all this stuff is usually willing to contribute to you. There's not many things I've run to that's like, no. No. <laughs> and when I get a no, I'm like, okay, well then I'm going to go over here. Um, but it's amazing how much just even asking the energy of the things, to, asking if they'll contribute to you and being willing, pocking, prodding, everything doesn't allow you to receive it. Um, how much that just changes in the energy of it because all of a sudden these spaces or these places you know you have a sense of peace and a sense of of possibility with it and i think that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about communion too is like there is a sense of peace there is a sense of space there's a sense of possibility because that's what communion is peace space and possibility you know there's no solidity to it no conclusion no conclusion just communion uh, there we go. I don't know. What else should we have? Do you have any other things coming up that we you want to make an announcement about? Any fun things? Well, Andrew, you could also talk about your body classes coming up and, you know, we... I have body classes coming up somewhere <coughs> in the world. Oh, we have an SE extravaganza coming up in, in Melbourne, Australia, mm -hmm. speaking of that. And I have a body class in Melbourne, Australia prior to that. Um, both of those are coming up in May. Yep. I think my body class is like May 6th it starts. And then the SE extravaganza is May 9th or 10th, something like that. I think it's the 10th it starts. Um, but you can check out AndrewGardella.com or SusieGodzi.com or AccessConscious.com slash AndrewGardella or slash SusieGodzi and get all that information. And I have some other stuff coming up, you know, around the world, various places, yep. as you do too. <laughs> um, so if that's something you guys are interested in, we'd love to see you in person, in body. Um, if not, you can just send someone you know who has a body and money if you don't. <laughs> you know, they can be your surrogate if you want to do it that way too. <laughs> <laughs> whatever works <laughs> whatever works so um, yeah and you know just to recap please if you'd like a different reality with the earth then just ask for it and yeah yeah and be aware of what what is required from you or what is what is the contribution that you can be and the interesting part is what if that was not what you thought it was and what if that was really much easier than you thought it was yeah there we go. So that's our show, folks. The, that, 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 that's all. <laughs> all right. Thank Thanks you so, for having me. Thank you for coming on, Susie. <laughs> Bye, everyone. See you next week. Bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to.